Good morning. I'm Mary Sue. I'm a very grateful, recovering, compulsive overeater, sugar addict. Um, and I am two days shy of celebrating seven months of abstinence. Um, <clears throat> this page really spoke to me in several ways because that before I came in the program, that's the only way I knew how to live my life was I knew how I was supposed to look. I knew how I was supposed to act. I knew how I was supposed to sound. I knew all the manners and everything, but I wasn't connecting. I mean, I didn't really know who I was or what I felt. I knew how to make every decision based on what my parents would think and how to people please. And that was kind of jolting, you know, once I got in the program and realized you know, I'm 27 years old and I don't know how to make a decision on my own. I mean, I truly don't know what I like, but, um, you know, uh, coming into the, the program, um, I was quite young. I was uh, 27 and I really think that's <laughs> really probably the greatest day of my life next to the day that I was born, because in essence, I was born again in coming to this program. Um, I was so happy to finally know what was wrong with me or, you know, I couldn't figure it out. Why, why can I, I don't drink very much. I don't smoke. I didn't cuss, but boy, food was just something I just couldn't put down or it was my comfort. Um, when I was upset, when that anxiety would build up, so, um, it would, you know, it was what I turned to. And when I've learned what a compulsive overeater was, um, that there was a name for it and it was, um, an addiction and it was, uh, similar to alcohol. It was like being an alcoholic with food. That made sense. Um, I wasn't terribly thrilled about the part of you can't be cured. However, you can have it in arrest. And so that's what I set out to do. I was so, um, I was so wanting change and I was so, um, <clears throat> I was so tired of being where I was. Um, I got abstinent, uh, fairly quickly, like within the first two weeks and, um, my abstinence at that time was no refined sugar, no white flour and no alcohol. So um, I completely changed the way that um, I ate. And I remember um, I'm a single woman and I went to clean my refrigerator out and I threw out three trash bags of things because I was label reading. And if sugar wasn't the fifth ingredient or lower, I, I didn't keep it. And I took out three grocery bags, three trash bags of things out of my refrigerator. Um, I got my, my house, my kitchen, um, sugar proofed, shall we say. And I just, I just learned how to do things in a different manner. Um, I also learned through my abstinence as I would work it one day at a time, uh, I learned how to love myself and I didn't think of, um, I really didn't feel like I was lovable. Um, I felt like I was, I was short, I was fat, 
you know, and that was it. You know, I was not going to be desirable to really any man. And, uh, or if I was, you know, gosh, there had to be something wrong with them because why would you <laughs> want somebody that was, you know, uh, not, not the perfect size eight or size six. And that's not what you got with me. Um, but I learned that I didn't know how to love myself. I didn't know how to nurture myself. Um, I remember one time my sponsor and I were talking and she said, Mary Sue, you know, you were loved as growing up, you know, your family loved you, but you were not nurtured. And so I set about learning how to nurture myself. And I learned having the proper food was nurturing myself, um, fixing my meals, or if I went out to eat, to ask for what I needed and take care of myself, that's nurturing myself. Um, just little things that I would never have thought of um, was nurturing. And I could learn how to, to, to um, do something for myself that wasn't putting food in my mouth. Um, I was very fortunate. And another thing I learned that I thought was an extremely valuable lesson um, or fact, actually, is when I got off of sugar, um, it really decreased my appetite. I wasn't hungry all the time. And for the first time in my life, I really thought I knew what normal people experienced um, because I never had. You know, I had been hungry all the time, or I thought I was hungry. And actually, I realized I never allowed myself to get hungry because I was always sticking something in my mouth. And um, as I came to grow and, and love myself, um, I could start seeing the epiphany that was, that was coming about, the change that was coming about in me. And another thing that I did um, that I still do is um, every 30 days, when I make another 30 days of abstinence, um, I buy myself a little present. Doesn't have to be big, might be a bouquet of flowers, might be a scented candle from the grocery store, but some something that kind of says to me, you're special. And um, I learned that that was okay too, that it was a good thing. It was a healthy thing to learn how to nurture yourself. And I didn't have to wait for the world to do it, do it for me. I could do it for myself. Um, after I'd been in uh, OA for about a year, I went into Al-Anon and I had really realized that a lot of my food issues were Al-Anon issues. And um, I left OA, but I managed to stay abstinent for seven years. And then one day I picked up and I don't remember what the occasion was. I don't remember if it was good or bad or happy, sad, whatever. Um, but I put sugar in my mouth and I can tell you when they say this is a progressive illness, it's a progressive disease and you will pick up, you won't pick up where you left off. You will pick up farther down it was like I had never had a day in this program. Um, I just went back into that lifestyle of on a diet, off of a diet, having, you know, the last supper before you start a diet, 
um, all of that. Just, I just went right back into it. And it wasn't until this past spring. Um, well, actually, let me take you back just a little bit farther. Um, I realized about a year ago now, I was in October. I thought, you know, I'm not real sure I can get off sugar. I was having to have sugar every day, several times a day. And I remember that's the first time I'd ever had the thought of, gee, I don't know if I can put this down. Well, I managed to put it down. I did. Uh, first part of November, I put it down, got off of it, and kind of went, whew, you know, good deal. Um, went on through the holidays. Uh, I contracted COVID, uh, mild case, thank goodness, but nonetheless, I had it. Didn't, didn't get back on sugar then. No, no, I go through all the trauma. And then when I get back to work, that's when I went back on sugar from COVID. I mean, it was, it was a hard going back to work. My brain still wasn't working totally 100%. And I had to have the sugar to have the energy to work. So back on that. And then one faithful day driving home from work, um, I had been eating sugar all day and uh, I fell asleep driving in stop and go traffic, thank God, and hit a concrete guardrail. And I knew that that was God tapping me on the shoulder in a big, big way. So um, I just said, God, you got my attention. And if you'll help me find a way, I will be there tomorrow. And my date of abstinence now is March 16th, 2021. Um, I can tell you that since I've been back in the program, my life has changed more. I've grown so much in seven months as a person. Um, it's unbelievable. And I now know what people mean uh, when they say, I'm so glad I have this disease. Because if I didn't have this disease, um, I would not be in a 12-step program where I can learn about myself. Um, I can learn about others. I can learn about relationships and things I never had in my life and how to have a healthy relationship. And um, I have the most dear, wonderful, precious friends who are really more family to me than most of my family. So with that, I will close. Um, thank you so much for giving me the opportunity this morning to share.